Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 30 of Robots on Typewriters. 30? It's a good number. The big three zero. Ah, we were just talking off microphone literally 10 seconds ago, so it was on microphone, <laughs> about how we used to be into prime number episodes. But I think what we should be into now, since we're a computery podcast, is base two numbers. So we haven't celebrated any of them yet, and our okay, next milestone yeah. is uh, 48. All right. Nope, that's that's really dumb. Our next milestone is 32. Okay, so wow, two weeks. to look forward to. Hell yeah, that's so close. Yeah, we missed our 16th birthday, but we're excited for our 32nd. Our sweet 16. Oh, man. Even even more sweet is your, your savory 32. <laughs> your uh, dirty 32. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. All right. Well, yeah. what are we here? What, what what are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> what what is this? Are we just pod? <laughs> am I just a podcast co-host to you? What are we? Uh, this is Robots on Typewriters, a podcast all about funny computers. Funny computers can be anything from a neural network, uh, any kind of AI that makes funny stuff all the way down to the random button on Wikipedia if you hit it enough. Uh, Anything that kind of algorithmically makes something unexpected through a computer is our cup of tea. Ooh, that was a good one. And what we do on this podcast is, like, we like to highlight a funny computer from around the internet and then play with funny computers of our own. Yeah. And in that first segment, the zesty hat, Allison will give us a funny computer she's found this week. Yeah, and so I I'm I'm going to um this week my zesty hat it is it's snowing outside in my house at my house. I don't know if that qualifies as a computer. That's more of a statement of a fact. <laughs> my zesty hat this week? Snow. Um no. so uh I I was just going to say our this week I've fashioned the hat into more of a kind of like warm beanie because um it, because that's what mm. I've been looking for today. Um Does I'm, it have like the pom-pom thing at the top? Yeah, and I and it's it, it, to keep the zesty quality. It's filled with um uh, like a, a nice, um, a nice taco soup. Is that a kind of soup? I was thinking of like a tortilla soup, you know, that has yeah, like a Mexican flavor I was going to say quesadilla profile. soup, so I was sure. going to be also wrong. <laughs> quesadilla soup. <laughs> All right. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's a beanie that's filled with some, some zesty soup and uh, I'm going to dump that out um, on, just straight on the Is the soup also beanie? Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. So my my hat, my actual zesty hat this week is we're going to we're going to take a trip back to my Twitter bot corner and I'm going to give you an update on a Twitter bot that I've talked about in the past and I'm going to just dish out three more Twitter bots that I have found recently or have been following for a while and decided I should talk about um because I love me some Twitter bots. I'm following them all the time and um a great source for Twitter bots is the um the bot wiki. It's Janelle Shane's it's Twitter. Janelle oh. Shane's Twitter. That is one great source for Twitter bots. <laughs> but another is the the bot wiki which you can find um i instead of typing bot wiki i typed bat wiki because that's where my brain is all (laughs) oh yeah is there a bat wiki (laughs) i will check later but i really hope and can we put bat camp in there there better be you can you can find a a great source for uh all kinds of twitter bots that you might be interested in is uh the friendly encyclopedia of bots um at botwiki.org all spelled out is the twitter handle um and 
yeah, you can you can find a plethora of all kinds of bots. Um, our Twitter bot is on there at OTP bot. He's been turning out some weird shit lately. We don't want to talk to yeah, him. Yeah, he's right really now. taking a turn. Yeah. What I'm going to talk about today is um, first of all, a while ago I talked about one of my favorite Twitter bots and still is to this day, Emoji Tetra, a playable Tetris game that is that functions by. Uh, using Twitter polls to dictate what the next move each piece makes um, by Joe Sandow, who makes a bunch of adorable, lovely little um, Twitter bots as well. Um, it recently, the, the current score is the highest the score has ever been. This game has been going on for quite a while and everyone has been doing fantastic. We've been killing it. Nice. Um, the current score as of 10 minutes ago is... 101,250 and the the last wow. yeah the last high score was 41,275 so we are currently beating the last high score by 60,000 points which is amazing um this game and it's like not even it I could jinx it things could go terribly wrong but it's like cur- the current game is like not even it's like three rows high like we're nowhere near getting in any kind of trouble here I, this is I, going to be maybe an insulting comparison <laughs> what it reminds me of of like y'all like starting out and like playing poorly but like starting to learn patterns and like everyone learning like how they react to certain patterns and maybe this is just like you know <laughs> when all you have is a hammer everything looks like a nail but you're all reminding me of like an artificial neural network where like mm. all of you is a single neuron <laughs> that like have now been trained on when you're supposed to fire. That's a really interesting way to put it. Like we are like it is true that like everybody did kind of like, you know, figure out the the way to play and I, I but I do like I haven't been following it super super closely and I also don't read a lot. Like a lot of people talk about um different moves and stuff in the comments and I haven't really read much of that. But it seems to me like not much has changed. Like everybody just keeps making the same moves and and usually there's not a huge um split in the vote it's usually pretty unanimous and that's kind of the way it's always been like there's not a lot of fight for the right answer or not like fight for the right move or anything so fight for the right to party (laughs) there is a lot of that um but Wait, so why is the score much higher now than ever before? Just more time has passed? Y- yeah, yeah. It's just been going longer without, w- w- like, we've, like, the game has just been going longer without, um, without losing, like, without, uh, you know, reaching the top. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't understand. Like, why did you lose before? Were people bad, or is yeah, it just that's, like that's I don't just know how it be sometimes? I think it just might be like that sometimes. It really do just be like that. Yeah, sometimes. so I, <laughs> I don't know, but um, but yeah, I just wanted to give an update on that because I think it's really cool that it's just been chugging along and it just recently the score um hit over a hundred thousand which is super cool nice yeah so um i'm gonna there's a couple of other twitter bots that i wanted to talk about one being um another kind of like interesting thing that happened recently with one um and this is a bot that I've been following for quite a bit now because the sheer title alone is extremely enticing to me. It's Magical Realism Bot. At Magical Realism Bot is their uh, handle as well. Um, and it's made by uh, at Chris Rodley and at Yeldora underscore. And um, what it does is it just Yeldora? Posts- like Yeldora? Yel- like Dora! 
it's y-e-l dora underscore so i i don't know um the all the the tweets are all like um they're all like a one-line little um blurb about a potential magical realism story and um i'm a big fan of magical realism myself and wow i just noticed that marisha ray from critical role is following the spot that's exciting i love her um Anyway, um, so uh, I'll read a couple of, they usually, like, like some of them sound like they could actually be a story, some sound like they're just pretty absurd and are just, like, some, you know, whatever the mechanism that is creating these tweets is just, like, throwing some words together. An ambitious duke passes a law against fear. I like that one a lot. A circus performer dances with a gigantic sea snake on a jade mountain. Nice. I feel like these could set us up for a, a, an RPG sometime. Ooh, you're right. That is very possible. feel like I may have just influenced a future game for myself <laughs> in which I will have it's to do true. improv. Every beauty therapist in Rome is drunk. How's your beauty therapist character? Have you been working on that one? <laughs> yeah, but she's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> a, a physician kisses a bed bug inside a chocolate motel. <laughs> I love it. I love that one a lot. Um, anyway, the thing that caught my attention recently about this is that um, I, I saw this I saw this tweet and it went a little bit viral because it spit out one a couple days ago that reads, a girl realizes that a group of men are controlling the world. <laughs> it is... Oh, what a gift. It's so good. Um it it yeah, it so most of the most of the tweets on this account have like maybe 500 likes tops. This one has 4.300. It definitely made its rounds. Got a lot of retweets cuz it's just so good. It's n- it's not even near magical realism because it's there's no magic. It's just straight up terrible realism. <laughs> yeah, that's realism. just realism. <laughs> so it is painful realism, but <laughs> Yeah, so um, that was that was just that tickled me a great deal, and so yeah, so that's magical realism. But check it out for a healthy dose of um, just you know stone cold truth, but also um, <laughs> also some fun uh, premises for some. My favorite part of magical realism, bot, is that you could shorten its name to Mr. Bot or Mr. Bot. bot. Wow, that candle's probably not taken, you know. Yeah, I can't imagine what media franchise would own that. Exactly. Um, But yeah, so uh, there's two more bots that I wanted to talk about real quick, and these will be quick. Um, Another one is one that I've been sending Justin tweets from all week. Um, It is (laughs) the man bot. Uh, this is going to be one of those not great for audio content bots, but um, there's that like Twitter meme of like, a man, but he's built out of a bunch of different kinds of emojis, like his arms, legs, and that's it. Are and, and torso, I suppose, are made of a certain kind of emoji, and it's like he's the man of blank emoji. He has a head and hands and feet, but the rest of him is made out of some other kind of emoji. Um, so this guy, his tw- his handle is manbot by chaos. Uh, that's chaos with a Z on the end instead of an S, and um. Some that I have really enjoyed. Actually, right before we started recording, the one that popped up was, hey, I'm the man of studio microphone. And he's nice. just a... He was um, telling us it's time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I've been really enjoying the ones that the emoji is itself a man because they all read, hey, I'm the man of man doing something. Oh, 
That was a good one. It's, uh, hey, I'm the man of Oman, like the country. It's the I'm the flag. man of Oman. <laughs> yeah, it's like the flag of Oman, but it reads, hey, I'm the man of Oman. Oh, this th- this is not the one, but it's another good one. Hey, I'm the man of raised back of hand. It's <laughs> That's it. has great, great flow. But yeah, it's just a fun one. It's just a fun thing to have on your Twitter timeline. And uh, the last the last Twitter bot that I wanted to highlight was the Fear Want bot. Um, it's at Fear Want bot. And I wish I knew what... I feel like this is referencing something that I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know what exactly it is like why it exists kind of like why it was made um but it what it tweets is a like a two-line tweet and the first one is i fear something and the second is i want something and they're very wild and um it's this one says that it is made with cheap bots done quick um and so for example the most recent one is i fear pretty losses i want to stop dreaming of people I, this one is interesting. I fear violent employments. I want to get more dogs. (laughs) I I like it. I agree. I fear ugly customers. I want to eat cats. Um, No, don't agree. I fear deep shirts. I want to forget our history. Okay. (laughs) I feel like that one is like inspired by... I don't know if it's like how to make an improv character or how to make like an RPG character, mm, but it's like I see what you mean. Yeah, it's like giving your fears like one your thing wants. your character fears, one thing they want, one thing blah blah blah. I think that might be the rule in some RPG. Uh, I could, yeah, like, I could believe that structure of how to make a character. I could totally that that makes sense a lot. Um, I know I've seen certain ones in the past that have been just, wow, this one's great. I fear ugly coconuts. I want to learn about our lives apart. Oh. (laughs) Wow. That's a weird way to break up with someone. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like combining this bot and Mr. Bot, you could come up with a really good, like, pretty much written RPG with characters. You're right. We literally have just answered our own prayers. We were talking about this before we even started and have just figured it out while recording. So One thing I'm going to do as well, um, I don't think you have this set up already, but you follow all these bots just in like your personal Twitter, yeah. right? I'm going to go in the robots on typewriters Twitter when I have some time and just make a list of the bots we yes, talk about and other bots right. we follow. Uh, yeah. So we can be like, a source of bots and yeah. we can like hop on all these other uh bot twitters and find other bots and kind of put them in this list but yeah we can tr- try to put together a twitter list of good bots yeah that i mean like the, that like i don't want to like step on the toes of the bot encyclopedia i feel like in that sense like our list would be a little bit more curated like like these are the bots that we like that we've talked about kind of thing yeah i think that's the idea that there's yeah no offense to bot makers we are among this genre but like there's a lot of bots that I don't really care to go have in my feed all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for some people that might be OTP bot, and for other people that might be <laughs> other bots. So this Sometimes is just going to be a bot list OTP of bots bot. that we want in a list, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a, I think that's a very good idea because yeah, we we are trying to firmly establish ourselves as an authority on this kind of content. <laughs> Encyclopedia of bots is doing like every bot that exists yeah. and doing like a pretty darn good job of it exactly. and we're just like highlighting some that we think are funny yeah i think that's a great idea we should definitely do that something we can work on cool. over the holidays yeah well thank you for that zesty uh holiday scented 
you know, cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of that in my taco soup as well. My taco <laughs> quesadilla soup. tacos. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of cinnamon sticks just floating around in them. Try not to chomp down on them. Be careful. Just like mom used to make. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for the hat. Now it's time for this week's trashy toy. And the toy I've prepared this week is actually older than Robots on Typewriters itself. <gasps> this is Botnik Jeopardy. Wow. Yeah. This is like one of the first things we tried to make in like old Botnik and then botnik as it currently exists and it was i believe the first game we ever played on this show as well you are right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yes i think you are right yeah 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 yes (laughs) uh yeah yeah. i wanted to do botnik jeopardy for a number of reasons one (laughs) because jeopardy is now on netflix two because it yeah i mean for some people it is exciting (laughs) jerk for For another reason I wanted to do this is the data set already exists, and it's really easy for me to play this with no prep. (laughs) But also, since it's a Botnik game and it's really, like, iterative, uh, you can just get fun new stuff every time. So it's it's not like it gets old as long as we, you know, play it once every uh, 30 episodes or so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Botnik Jeopardy. In this game, I fed a data set of Jeopardy questions and answers to a Botnik keyboard, and I wrote up some questions and answers that Allison will have to have to guess. Um, I have the real answer in front of me, so I phrase these sort of how Jeopardy does, but you don't have to answer in the form of a question, Ooh, thank because God. that would have just been unnecessary time for me to look for the words what is or who is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be kind of the inverse answer format that Jeopardy likes to go with. So why don't we get started? All right. Question number one, or answer number one, if you're a big old <laughs> Jeopardy nerd and demand that I call the questions answers and the answers questions. <laughs> Thing number one, Charles and the Company is the name of this man's family religion. Charles and the Company. All right. So this is, I feel like I, I, I took... um. I took a class where we talked about, we, we like read a book about Charles and the Company because it's a really interesting religion with some really strange ideals. Um, but I'm trying to remember who's That's family. a pretty, uh, pretty normative class to say, here's one with strange ideals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't really appreciate the, the take um, on, on this, but... Um, <laughs> a lot of editorializing on Charles and the Company. <laughs> yeah. But w- so what are we looking for here? The family who founded it? We're looking for this man, the, the man who invented Charles and the Company or okay. founded uh, the, the, the religion. So, I mean, I... I Think I I don't think I'm getting confused here when I say I think this was the name of Charles Manson's like first kind of endeavor into culthood. Uh, you're close, but this was uh this might have been a Spanish pseudonym of his. This mm. was Carlos Marlos. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you're right. That was the pseudonym. Carlos Marlo apostrophe s to be clear. Carlos Marlos. <laughs> that yeah, that's exactly the that that is his pseudonym that that he used. So I had that one right. I just forgot that um, this was in his days in uh, in um, Mexico. Yeah, when when Charles Manson operated south of the border, Carlos Marlos. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nice job. Next Thanks. up, the McDonald's in this city was famous for its colony of queens. Okay. 
So, um, I, I think this one, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of easy, right? It was, it, it was, I know the way it sounds, it sounds like it was, you know, famous for a colony of a bunch of queens who lived together and stuff, but it, it it's, a, it's a proper noun. It's a capital C colony of capital Q queens, uh, the, you know, neighbor, the part of New York. So it was, it, it was actually New York City. No, those are lowercase letters. You might need your vision checked. <sighs> Because Colony of Queens is short for drag queens. It's a performer's oh. town, Reno, Nevada. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ah, shit. That's right. The, the old the McDonald's one, yeah. Queens of Reno. You've forgotten right. about them? Yeah. And I think what I was thinking of, the, the colony of uh, the, the McDonald's with the colony of Brooklyn. Uh, I, yeah, I just... you, that's it. Yeah. All right. Here's one that... Uh, it might be it might be pretty tricky. I think this is the final Jeopardy on a tournament of champions one time. Oof. Uh, everybody talks about this device that was named for the 2009 champion of weather. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take a hint from the way you said everybody talks. And um, I'm going to think that it has something to do with that um that you know i think you're trying to hint to me that it is uh that the guy, the main singer from the neon trees um don't know his name that's quite a pull to remember even the band name for that song i, I was I, racking my brain i as struggled you said it. until it came out of my mouth honestly i almost called them animals because that was their first hit uh song but or something mm. like that um but yeah i don't know his name but it was that guy that the lead singer of the neon trees you're close it is a lead singer uh I'll I'll try to refresh your memory on who was the 2009 world champion okay. of weather. So he he earned the title by uh, proclaiming that it's a nurse day. Oh no, I I, I... oh oh fuck. He followed that for, up for oh, a white oh. wedding. Mm. Uh huh. And and that yeah, song yeah, yeah that, that song yeah you know it's sung by. Uh, Mm-hmm. Neon trees. <laughs> Neon trees. Yeah, it was their cover of the of that song of White Wedding. Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah, no, uh, that was a confusing way to phrase the question because Neon Trees did in fact cover that song. Yeah, and the hint everybody talks is a very Jeopardy way of getting you there. Yes, yeah. But no, that was the original singer, Billy mm-hmm. Idol. Okay, right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know. I knew. I knew he sang that song. I just thought it was the Neon Trees version. Obviously. Man, it would have been really something if I was able to make that somehow related to the neon trees <laughs> with the everybody talk. Like that's a very Jeopardy thing. I know. No. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah. Yeah, you tricked me there, Alex. Yeah, tricked myself. All right. Next up, the People's Autobiography of this man has been called the Second Demon of Loyola. Hmm. Yes. Okay. And that guy who started Loyola. He, he, you know, he founded the Jesuits, and I, I'm sure that he's pretty, um, pretty highly regarded at Loyola. But um, he also just kept writing books that everybody was very um, upset by because they had kind of a. He was kind of like being a little apologetic towards Satanism because he was really progressive in that way, and uh, his name is. Ignatius. Hmm, that's a good guess. That was the first demon of oh, of Loyola. Right, 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 right. The second demon of Loyola was the People's Autobiography of Czar Nixon. Czar <laughs> Nixon, right? Richard's brother, who um, 
hit it big. In- yeah, Czar wasn't a title. It was just his first name. Oh, yeah. But he also, he was really big in uh, Russian politics. He he moved and, uh, yeah, he moved over there at a young age and g- gained power and popularity quickly. And uh, he was Richard's inspiration. He was like, oh, my brother's so cool doing Russian politics. I'm going to do American politics. This yeah, is my the Richard phrase Nixon. only Nixon could have went to China was originally only Nixon could have went to Russia, but right. it was about Tsar Nixon. Exactly, yeah. All right, yeah, uh, that's a fun little history lesson for you. Yeah. Next up, a question from a completely different realm. The queen of the underwater drinks this in the winter. Oh, okay. So the queen of the underwater, she is, I mean, that's her name. She doesn't, that, that's that's how she goes by um yeah and she she is big into um she's not from the uk but she's a big anglophile so she's she thinks it's uh, really cool and hip. yeah she thinks it's really cool and hip to drink hot toddies yeah but she drinks those in the summer because Weird. she lives in the southern hemisphere oh and we use seasons universally apparently <laughs> yeah no, the queen of the underwater in the winter drinks oxygen. Oh, right, because that's the only time she comes up from from the underwater. She she travels. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah. riddle that way. She travels for the um for the winter, and uh, she goes home to see her family in the sky. That's right. That's right. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, this is all about families who had one of their children move to faraway lands <laughs> to become political rulers. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically our thing here on Robots on Typewriters. <laughs> yeah. That's what we really like. That's that. Uh, speaking of kingdoms, Switzerland is the lightest kingdom on this island. Switzerland? Okay. So, <laughs> Switzerland, if I know my geography correct, is in fact connected to like the European mainland, the contiguous Europe. Um, <laughs> the Switzerland's connected to the Europe. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah, I love that song. That's how I remember all all my countries. Um, actually, wouldn't be a bad way to remember like what countries border each other. But um, uh, that would be a very long song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, sometimes they gotta be long. But or would it be like the uh, the this bone's connected to that bone, where there's like you know only eight of the two hundred bones are listed in there? So it's <laughs> yeah. Like, this is just like Germany is connected to the rest of Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's a separate uh, song about all the like island nations and how they're connected to nothing. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I yeah my my answer is Europe. It's connected to Europe, the island uh, of Europe. Yeah, no, the the island of Europe is not a thing. Instead, Switzerland is the lightest kingdom on the island of Royal Deuteronomy. Oh! Europe's the name of the continent, but Royal Deuteronomy is the name of the island. I almost said that I should know that because I'm a big fan of cats. And, um, yeah. The, there's the, that's who the the cat was named after. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I, you know, people think it's like a biblical thing, but it's not. Yeah, no. Uh, square, this, this whole Europe and Royal Deuteronomy thing is basically a squares, circles, oranges, and rectangles situation. (laughs) All right. Uh, next up, lads. Who might be the president of the Senate? Are you addressing me as lads? Is that a direct no, call No, just out? like 
lads, the the royal lads, the, the royal reader. lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm addressing the royal lads. <laughs> what was the question again? I got so distracted by lads. Lads, who might be the president of the Senate? Who might be the president of the Senate? Good thing I know a whole ton about politics and can confidently say that the president of the Senate. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would say there's probably a lot of politically interested people that couldn't tell you who the president <laughs> of the Senate is. Yeah, I know. So the thing is, like, I just know so much about the Senate that I can't even, like, come up with a good simple joke because there's just so many names running through my head. Like, how do you even pick one? How do you even pick out just one name that you definitely know of somebody who is in the Senate? Oof, I just, I don't know. Um, So that I'm going to say that the king of the Senate is probably... The king of the Senate? Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Who was it? The president of the Senate. (laughs) Um, I like to, I'm a big fan of monarchies, so I I just, I get my... (laughs) You're a big royalist in America. (laughs) I'm a big royal lad. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so the president of the Senate is probably, it's probably just... Um, our actual president, you know, the guy, you know, the guy? Yeah, you you, okay. you got a name for me? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's, um, I don't know if I should do a bit or just say the name. Um, it's, it's Elijah Wood. Oh, you were close. Elijah Wood is indeed the current president, but the president of the Senate is in actuality the vice president of the United States. That's a fact, not even a joke. And the current vice president is (laughs) Don Adams. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't even know where to go with all of that. You may remember his father and grandfather, John and John Quincy Adams. Now, Don Adams. Now it's Don's turn. Yeah. That's the movie about him. That's what it's called. Now it's Don's Don's turn. turn. Yeah. (laughs) It's Don's turn. Um, He does a great... uh, uh, he they do a kind of like parody of Rose's turn from Gypsy. I'm just I, I go I want a I don't while know what without any of that any means. <laughs> I, I want a while without a drop in any musical theater references. So I just what I five minutes? <laughs> no, I meant before this episode. <laughs> I, know. I, I, before I this knew that episode. would get you fired up though. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for your next question? There's two more. Yeah, yeah, that one was a mess. Soup cans, man. Who invented this modern production? <laughs> is wait, is soup cans man the production? Yeah. Okay. Soup cans, man. Um, you know, the obvious answer is um the obvious answer answer is is Andy Warhol. I swear Randy Warhol almost came out of my mouth. <laughs> and that's his brother who went to Russia to paint soup cans. <laughs> Um, yeah, the obvious answer is, is, is Randy Warhol. Do you think there's, like, a parody <laughs> band or, like, a porn actor there or, like, someone called Randy Warhol? Oh, my God, there has to be. Honestly, I'm gonna Google it real quick. I am also it, Googling it right now. Oh, God, I put Randy Warhol. That makes it all the more <laughs> likely I would find it. There's oh, no, a, he's there's just a, a resident r- advisor. He's an yeah, RA. he's just an RA. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait no, what's the second thing? Dates. Is he a touring yeah. musician? Um, I don't understand. No, he has no dates. Uh... <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, but but actually, um, the it's it's uh, Soup Cans Man was a production by um, 
Um, I'm going to Google a name real quick to make sure I pronounce it right, because I don't actually know who this is. Andy Warhol? <laughs> Male Kimp? <laughs> Good bit. Um, uh, it, it was actually by Nev Campbell. Who obviously uh, I know so that's much. That's a good about. joke. I don't I don't fully get it, but it's a really good joke. It's 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 I don't get it either. It's just uh, she did a play on her own name with the soup can thing. Nice, yeah, nice. I got that's that. All. Awesome. Uh, no, that's well, maybe I don't know anything about Nev Campbell, so maybe this is actually her stage name. Uh, <laughs> soup cans man was invented by. Sheena, the lady of the world. Oh, okay. That might be her. I know I've heard of Sheena, lady of the world, but I like... That might be her sister, um, Bev Campbell. (laughs) Who went to Russia to to act in Soup Cans Man. Um, I'm really angry because uh, the second you said Soup Cans Man again, I realized a really good answer would have been Toucan Sam, but I didn't say that. Soup Cans Man by Toucan Sam. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you think there's a band called Son of Toucan Sam? <laughs> there is now. Suit up. Suit up? Is it all like all fursuits, <laughs> but like toucan suits? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Here's your final question. This game's gone more off the rails than I expected. <laughs> really bad this is like our most like you know bread and butter game we have and this is just wild all right final question we feel too comfortable with it we're a little too comfortable just in general i think final question (laughs) german disneyland is considered Uh a palindrome for this mythological figure (laughs) all right so so right so german disneyland um you want to write it down so you can see what it's a par- yep. palindrome of? That's exactly what I'm going to do. German Disneyland, obviously. I mean, this is a, like, you're basically giving me the answer. It's a palindrome for, um, t- d- d- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm reading it and it's just unpronounceable. It's, it's not unpronounceable. It's a very common phrase. It's, um, it's actually, so it's actually DNA Lion Sid Manreg. Right. DNA Lion Sid Manreg. Uh, do you remember the question? Do you remember no. who DNA Lion said Manreg is in mythology? Yes, um, he's in in mythology the man who discovered DNA, and that's why um, that's why that's where that's why he's called DNA. That's not his Christian name. I was wondering why um, the end of that palindrome sounded familiar, and that's because Disney and like the 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 wizard or whatever in Fantasia is Yen Sid, which is like a palindrome oh. of Disney. Yeah. But um anyway, but obviously DNA, a, a palindrome yeah. Sid Manreg. <laughs> yeah. Are you writing an answer? I already have an answer. I'm I'm oh. waiting for you to answer. I thought that was my Oh, oh wait, your answer is, is just DNA Lion. What is Nagreg. What is the question? What am uh, I looking for here? I said, "Do you remember who that is in mythology?" I said, "German Disneyland is considered a palindrome for this mythological figure." Yeah, oh, I told you he's the guy who invented DNA. Oh, oh, sorry. I was, I, I don't know why I didn't register that as an answer to that question. Uh, he might not. be that, but he's actually better known as the spirit of freedom. 
Oh, that's right. Okay, that's yeah, like can't. some gods are the are the same. Like they they have different things that they're the god of. They're not yeah. just the god of one thing. Yeah, he's I mean, the if god you were of just DNA like the patron freedom. god of of DNA or whatever, it'd be kind of a, a weak. Like uh, I mean, yeah. On the one hand, you literally are the basis of all life, but on the other hand, right? Like, come on, what a nerd thing to be the yeah. god of. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's Jeopardy. Wow, yeah, we, we yeah, we're definitely a little too comfortable with with Botnik Jeopardy. That is like it's like going home, but but in a bad way. In a bad, but in a bad way. But in all reality, we love dearly Botnik and everything they they do and provide to us. Yeah, I mean, it's it still just blows my mind that the Botnik keyboard voice box that we use for Botnik things like this is just publicly available in a great little graphical yeah. user interface right on botnik.org. So if you want to yeah. play around with your own Botnik predictive text keyboards, you can just head right over to botnik.org, start uploading text files of your own creation and heart's desire, just like this one. And yeah, you can go play your own Botnik games, write Botnik scripts, uh, you know, cure Botnik diseases. I don't know yeah, what that means, yeah. but you can do it. If you want to check out any of those Twitter bots that I mentioned in the hat, um, those were at Emoji Tetra, at Magical Realism Bot, at Manbot by Chaos with a Z on the end instead of an S, and at Fear Want Bot. They're a bunch of fun, good things to follow, good things to have popping up on your Twitter profile or on your Twitter profile only if you retweet them. But on your feed, <laughs> if you need something to um, to break up all of the other shit that you see on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to say, don't we have a longer <laughs> outro than that? <laughs> Um, if also if you would like to contact us, uh, we are um, we are at Robot Typewriter on Twitter. We are um, on Facebook as Robots on Typewriters. You can email us um, at robots at batcamp.org. And we live on a website called Batcamp. And we are across, uh, that's batcamp.org. And we're across Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as at Batcamp site. And our theme song is Video Challenge by Anamata Gucci. And one last fun fact from the Jeopardy fact book for you Ooh, on our way yes. out the door. Three-letter words for lunch is a film made by Jason James Mullaney. <laughs> Who goes by John in, in popular No, culture. that's his brother. <laughs> oh, that, right, that's a Russian film. <laughs> I feel like my voice was dying as I said that, so it made me sound really angry <laughs> that that's his brother, and you didn't know. No, that's his brother. <laughs> He's in witness protection. No, I don't go by that. That's my brother's name. <laughs> That's my Russian brother's name. <laughs> I am going to, we're going to take a trip back to Allison's Twitter corner. Bot. Allison's Twitter, Twitter, Twitter corner store. <laughs> was abuela. She's not really my abuela. But she just came in and asked me for some cafe con leche. Not the pleasant fucker. I'm the pleasant fucker's son. I'll be fucking pleasant till the pleasant fucker's done. <laughs> So funny. Sometimes I remember to take off the headphone that has the microphone on it before I blow my nose, but sometimes I don't. <laughs> you got me there. Nice prank. <laughs> what did you say? I said nice prank. I thought you said something about Frank. I thought you like, I don't know. It's me, your brother Frank from Russia. <laughs> from Russia. I from found Russia that with German love. Disneyland you've been looking for. <laughs>
I feel like this is like the test run for us being in the same room together. Oh man, I know. Maybe you shouldn't come home for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) My present this year is like, not me. Not me is your present (laughs) this year. (laughs) 